Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chuan Tian with you. For now, it is time for In the Spotlight. And In the Spotlight, Community Development Council vouchers or CDC vouchers. Back once again. Yes. They were, of course, recently reannounced again on Budget 2023. Uh, last week, the government will hand out one time cost of living special payments and another $300 in CDC vouchers to allay inflation concerns. Mm-hmm. So these uh, CDC vouchers, first came about uh, back in 2020 to support local workers and hawker businesses, encouraging households to shop downstairs in their local vicinity. I love it. I use it. I've got a convenience store downstairs. Very easy to use and very grateful that we have these. Uh, But it's an interesting question that we're going to ask, you know, the spending rate of these CDC vouchers since its inception, uh, as you mentioned, back in 2020 on the line with us is Denise Poir, Mayor of Central Singapore District. Mayor Denise, it's been a while. How have you been? Hi, good. Gentlemen, uh, Ellen and <laughs> Timothy, right? I'm yeah, glad right. you would like the CDC vouchers. Of course. So I guess the first question has to be, how's the take-up rate so far? Are people liking this? Mm, very positive. Of course, the latest trend is in January this year, we launched it. Uh, the purpose, of course, as you know, it was really to help out residents in the cost of living and to also support our local businesses. And of course, recently we added seven supermarket chains. Mm. But the claim rate was very encouraging. And as at 1st of February, 1.1 million Singaporean households, or about 90% of those who are eligible, have already claimed, that means downloaded their $300 CDC vouchers. That's good. And then, so this is 15% uh, more than in previous trenches mm-hmm. as well. And the spend rate was also quite encouraging. But I guess people know how to spread out the, the spending now. In, uh, actually, in less than one month after the launch, we have more than $132 million already spent at the participating outlets. So that's uh, really encouraging. I guess people are also more used to it by now. Mm. And uh, it's great that DPM also announced it. It's also increasing it in coming next January as well. And these vouchers are very uh, easy to use, right, Ms. Paul? Because I've never used it myself, but I don't qualify, unfortunately. But that's, that's a different story. But it's okay. It's okay. It is not meant for me. It is meant to help, you know, households out there who need this kind of help. So will this be expanded to other sort of establishments so that everyone else can benefit or more people can benefit? Mm. Actually, this is not means tested. So the CDC vouchers are actually now available for every Singaporean household, regardless mm-hmm. of whether you live in a rental flat mm-hmm. or in a private housing and so forth. So it's for every Singaporean household. So that's already extended mm-hmm. to every Singaporean household. Now, in terms of the outlets, uh, because one of the main objectives was to support our local heartland merchants and yeah. hawkers. Mm-hmm. Those are already in. We have more than 20 over 1,000 uh, hawkers and merchants who are already on board. But this is very special because we also added uh, seven supermarket chains. Yeah, which right. is to, among them, they have about more than 360 outlets island-wide. And so this is really a made in response to Singaporeans who said they want to have a bit more choices. But at the same time, also the we wanted also to give extra relief to cost of living concerns. And but at the same time, we ring fence a half of it for supermarkets mm. and half of it still for our heartland enterprises. So mm. that's where it's expanded to so far. 
Must have been tough, right? I mean, weighing that decision to get the supermarkets on board this because the original idea, and we spoke about this, it was all about helping the heartlands. What's mm-hmm. the prep work like in getting these seven supermarkets on board? Did it take long? Were they very receptive of it? Oh, I think they're, they're very receptive. Mm. E- even without the supermarkets, we had a lot of work uh, going on behind. It looks seamless, right? It looks yeah. like yeah. use and all that. But a lot of work uh, has gone on behind uh, the scene. The CDCs, of course, led their several agencies like GovTech, IMDA, Enterprise Singapore, Heartland Merchants, and so forth, uh, Ministry of Finance, and our CCs under the People's Association. Vote all of them okay. to uh, basically from the selection and development of the Redeem SG uh, digital solution mm-hmm. down to going down to every, you know, store and persuading them to please join in and then really also uh, deciding how to send out the vouchers, how to help our residents use it. So the entire process actually took a lot of time, a lot, a lot, especially Zoom meetings amongst us. But that's okay. But on top of that, because we added supermarkets now, now that's a bit of complication because every supermarket chain has kind of like different, what we call uh, POS systems, the kind right. of wow. system. Okay. Okay. And we need to train like thousands of the cashiers and so forth so that they know how to deal with the customer-related queries and so forth. So that in itself is quite a lot of work. Hmm. So to the extent that the supermarket chains are ready, we could then quickly onboard them. So some came a bit later, some came earlier. But all in all, there are about seven supermarket chains. I think you know, lah, FairPrice, Sengxiong, Prime, How Market, U-Stars, Giant, and Angmo, Angmo Supermarket. Hmm. So that's quite a bit to add on to the more than 20,000 participating hawkers and merchants already we have in the heartlands. This one, how uh, have these heartland businesses responded so far? Coming from a business point of view, with vouchers and everything, we need to file them or, you know, it can involve, as you mentioned, a complicated process behind the scenes. But for these businesses, is it easy for them to claim the money or how do they get the money and, you know, to encourage them to accept these uh, vouchers? I think for a number of them, it's really, uh, especially during when we did it during the pandemic, it was very welcomed. Mm-hmm. And some of them, of course, had a bit worried about how to use and so forth. But in the end, they, many of them found out, actually, that's why we were able to sign up more than 20,000. Many of them found out they actually get faster payouts. We were very uh-huh. careful with the digital solution. Mm-hmm. They get payouts the next day. Wow. And then okay. there's also very accurate tracking of the transaction. So they don't need to collect and count and hand over and, hand and so forth. So I think people are very used to it as well. And even the residents themselves gotten used to it. Of course, we all know that, you know, Singapore might want to do a lot of things digital, but we all know that it cannot be only digital because we still have residents who may, may be a bit fearful or not very used to using this. So we also train them. Mm. So if IMDA, the digital officers and so forth, we basically have also started training uh, and or coaching like, you know, or persuading our seniors to learn and to see how to use and spend the vouchers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so those are some of the things that went on behind the scene, the digital ambassadors, CDC ambassadors to help out the merchants, help out the uh, residents as well. Mm-hmm. We even have uh, for this trend, we had like youth volunteers you know, from SJI, Joseph's Institution and RI as well, who came to some of our CCs to assist our seniors. And so that's uh, really very heartwarming, heartening and encouraging. Yeah, and at the start of this, you know, feedback was so important and, and the reaction was so quick. I remember at the start, how oh, am I going to download all of this? And, and this, of course, from the seniors, right? Where we are now, I mean, it's about coming three years or about three years now. How important and, and what are the efforts in the continued collection of feedback? Because this is still around. People are still making these claims. What are you guys doing? 
we constantly collect feedback. In fact, mm. I was just at a meeting last week, I think, and we were doing one, one another round of inputs from the merchants and some of the users. Okay. So we continue to try to improve it as well. But at the same time, I think we don't just stop there. Uh, recently, for example, we actually worked with our CDCs, the five CDCs worked with the help of IMDA and the digital officers. Huh? Right. Uh, we actually digital officers. We actually launched what is called the CDC vouchers learning journey. So that it's kind of experiential and uh, we launched it at about 38 cc's and more than 500 seniors came on board to just learn how to you know use uh, e-payments in a very gentle way so that we can you know cdc budgets are not going to be the first nor the last now for e-vouchers and so we really want to be able to use our resources to train them so that they will never be you know left behind you know but for those who really cannot uh, we understand and Mm. we still have the print options for them Hmm. You know, although many of them are starting to learn how to use it. So sometimes they come to the CC. We have a lady, Madam Ong, one of our residents. She's uh, almost 70. So she came to visit the CC. She wanted to clean and print. Then she has some guidance from the digital ambassador there and tried out for the first time the digital vouchers. And then she had hands-on session to use it slowly and carefully. And then now she's she overcome her reluctance and she's using <laughs> it now. So those are, of course, not every story is success, you know, but at least we, we try and then if they really cannot so be it, you know, we'll just support them. It can't be a country that is just everything digital, you know, yeah, or digital yeah. only. Like what my colleague, uh, Minister Josephine Teo said, mm-hmm. uh, we will really try to support those who are not digitally savvy and make sure that they are part of our mainstream life as well. Mm. That's yeah. great to hear because this CDC voucher scheme is helping businesses, hardland businesses, helping families who need the extra cash. And now, you know, you're seeing this. Uh, it's true. Helping older people or those not so digitally savvy yeah. to actually give something a try, give uh, a digital means a try as well, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So, so we found that very meaningful because although the first focus was on just vouchers, right, mm. and spending and so forth, but we found that actually this secondary objective of trying to slowly coach or persuade some of the seniors to just continue to learn, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, very satisfying as well. So it was the secondary uh, benefit that we mm-hmm. saw and really I'm very thankful uh, to all the uh, officers who came along us and the CC staff and volunteers as well. Mm-hmm. So everybody is just trying to help out. So that's, nobody, you know, as many people as possible don't get left behind. Yeah, that's a good Singapore spirit right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denise, what would you say to those Singapore households who have not used the CDC vouchers? There, there will be those. I mean, it's not 100% yet. Yeah, they are. They could be because they, they know that it will yeah. last until Don't lose out. end of the year. <laughs> end of the year. So they will take a while. They're, they're probably quite savvy. They know when to go in and they'll use it slowly. <laughs> some of them, I must say, could be some of them have moved, you know. So technically, oh. maybe some of them are not contactable, but they can always go to the, you know, GovTech and to CDC to find out. And uh, I think for those who uh, really don't want to use or they, they feel that they have no need for that, you know, last year we had an option, right? They, mm. oh, they yes. actually uh, asked people to donate yes. uh, to the charities and quite a number of people also donated. And uh, I think the, so, so there's a healthy spread there. So it's not put to, it does another heartening benefit, yeah. but we would prefer that they use it. And really, if they don't need it, they can then share it with others as well. There's a feature actually within this scheme that allows for you to share Mm-hmm. Your CBC vouchers very easily mm-hmm. with other either other members of the household or somebody you, you care for, you can share the vouchers with them. All right. We've been speaking with Denise Poir, who is Mayor of Central Singapore District. Mayor Denise, appreciate your time this afternoon. Take care and have a great weekend ahead. Thank you. You take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.